You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Credit to Zach Taylor because, look, we know when things don't go well, people will call for his job as an offensive coordinator, as a head coach, which is really questionable when that happens, but more for the play calling and creativity and trying to make um, make up for what we used to see in the, lim- the, the limited Joe Burrow, but obviously he wasn't today because he was scrambling and he was able to move. But I thought Zach Taylor had a good game plan. I felt like the playbook was fully open um, in terms of, they weren't really scared of the Cardinals pass rush, which the Cardinals got three sacks in the first half, I think. And I don't know why they have one sack in the second half. Maybe I'm not sure what that play from Burrow counted as where he tried to hand it off and then had to just fall down at the end of the game. But that that's not a real sack if it is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, he, they weren't scared of the Cardinals pass rush. Like they didn't call a game as if like we need to protect our offensive line. He said, you guys got to hold up. And they called a game in terms of let's just attack them, which is awesome. Like they've needed to do that. Uh, they haven't done that the past much this year in general. And some of that's also to protect Burrow's mobility. They called a game which Burrow was able to move. And um, they called game that Burrow was able to take shots down the field. I think this was a really well-called game. But I also – I mean – how am I supposed to say it wasn't a really well-called game? Because it was all the stuff I've been yelling about for the most part. Exactly. They, they finally, I know they, they finally ran a draw play and they got, I think six yards out of it. Uh, they ran some play action passes from shotgun where they pulled the guard across, including that 63 yard touchdown. Uh, they ran pistol a little bit. That didn't go that well, but that wasn't uh, the pistol's fault. That was <laughs> one was an Orlando Brown holding call on a pretty good gain. And the other one, Joe, 
Jonah Mixon, Jonah Mixon, Jonah Williams just missed his block. I was thinking of Mixon running the ball, but yeah, Jonah Williams missed his reach block and Mixon got hit in the backfield. But I, I want to see more of the pistol. I just don't think they're executing it that well. Other than that, look, it was it was my game. It was my type of game. You know, they got the shotgun play action pass stuff going. Uh, it was efficient. It was working down the field when they wanted to, when they needed to, and they didn't call a game scared. I think that was the biggest part. Like they weren't scared of anything. Burrow's leg, the offensive line, etc. They were willing to work everybody down the field and ask the offensive line to protect for three, four seconds. Like I said, Zach Taylor listens to the podcast. He reads your work over on all bangles. And because he listened, they deferred. They're really good at coin toss. They, they Oh, I almost forgot that. Yeah. The biggest one. I mean, I'm, I'm all on board. I am, I'm team defer, but they're just really good at coin toss. And, and I'm, I'm totally for it because they made a good decision. They almost scored again. Well, they did because they had the pick six. Uh, but I thought Joe Mixon was going to be able to run it in and it ended up working out for them just fine uh, when it comes to the end of that second half or end of the first half. And then they obviously got the ball in the second half and the Joe Burrow just was old Joe Burrow again. So offensively, when it comes to in the air, even Trent Irwin, he had some good plays out there. I thought he stepped up big time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, no, I like Trent Irwin. Uh, he had the one play where he fell down, <laughs> but that could have been illegal contact too. It was right around, I think, the five-yard mark where you're not allowed to hit guys after that. So I'm not sure exactly why it didn't get called, but I think the one part that was big was, yeah, the, the, um, they deferred. And what was the score at halftime? Was it 17-14 Bengals, yeah. right? Or 16-14? 17-14. and then they immediately scored a touchdown. So instead of 17-14, Cardinals get the ball back, they were able to do what I've been talking about, that middle eight minutes, really middle four minutes for them, uh, get the interception touchdown, go up 17-14. Instead of giving the Cardinals the ball back with a chance to go up or – you know, make it an even closer game. They got the ball back, 63-yard touchdown, and now it feels like they're in the real driver's seat. Uh, and also in the first quarter, even felt like that where they went, th- the Cardinals went three and out. Bengals went right down and scored. So now not only are you up seven, but you're going to get the ball half. So in my mind, I always think of that as like, we're up seven and in complete control. Then they went up 10, and it felt like complete control. And then at least they let the Cardinals right back into the game. But that's why that middle that middle area matters so much. Uh, they were able to take a close game and put it into two score territory for pretty much the rest of the day. Uh, yeah, offense was awesome. I think that's that's yeah. the the long and short of it. Trent Irwin, I thought was good, especially in the first half. But in the second half, I thought he was still good. Ten targets, eight catches, sixty yards from him. Uh, I don't think advanced stats will be kind to him just because the pick came on a throw to him. So that is what it is. You just kind of got to take it with a grain of salt. He was dependable for the most part, though. Um, and Yossi Voss making his one catch was good. And he almost made that he sideline did. catch, which 
I think T Higgins might catch just because he's six foot four. T probably has it, but I thought Yoshi was, it, it was fun to see out of him. I know it was yeah. really cool targets, but still. I, I do think, yeah. Yeah. People kind of got overly excited about the role Yoshi Voss would play in this game. He was a good blocker. They, they used him as the blocker. It was like the second play of the game. And they motioned him over and had him lead the way on a Joe Mixon carry. And I went like, oh, okay, so that's the split. Passing downs, it's Irwin <laughs> rundowns. Maybe you get a little bit of Yossi Vaz or if they want to condense things and ask somebody to block. Because they did kind of give him the Stanley Morgan role. Where Stanley Morgan's not on the active roster right now. So they've kind of brought in Yoshi as the uh, wide receiver that could block the most. So, yeah, I, I thought... Irwin played well. Boyd, his day would look a lot better if that touchdown stayed, which mm-hmm. we call. We call the Alex Gabba thing. I didn't see it live. And then they showed the replay, and he his hand gets hit upwards, and he grazes his face, throat area. And then he quickly takes it away and resets it back underneath. But he got the call. I was like, man, that happens so often. You usually see the hands to the face when it stays there. Or like, well, the defense for the most part, whenever they're like driving a guy with his face or something, or if the offense is even pushing a defender with his face, you see it like knocked back. Like I think on the Zach Carter, when one of the announcers brought it up, it's like usually that first grazing doesn't matter. It's if it stays there or if it comes back a second time, that's when they're going to call it because look, football is, you know, the hands and the sport, everything's moving fast. It makes sense. But, uh, whew, yeah. I thought Urban was good. I thought Boyd was fine. I thought yeah. Mixon was – this might have been Mixon's worst game, but I still thought he looked solid. Yeah. Uh, I think his yards per carry is down because they tried to use him like a battering ram, and the Cardinals knew it at times, especially late in that game and on that goal line stand. They couldn't get him in there. So when you have, whenever you have four carries that don't pick up the one yard you need – your your yards per carry is going to suffer from that. But when you look at some underlying metrics, his EPA was bad, but his success rate was fine. So it's, it's interesting. Like He kept him on schedule, 68th, uh, like that's well above average for keeping the offense on schedule. That's all they needed. They didn't need to rely on him the same way that we've been asking and what we thought they might. So, and Hey, if you want to give some credit to the play action pass to the threat of Mixon, you can. I don't know if I would, uh, just because it wasn't the best day from him, but only only a long of 10. Biggest issue with uh, the offense, I think, and yes, we could, I guess, talk about Orlando Brown losing and giving up another sack, but I think the biggest issue, and it showed up, end of the game, they don't have a running back to they trust. They don't. I'm telling you, you called the closest to it. You called Denver, man. You called Denver, and you bring P. Ryan back. They lost another game today. You bring him back as RB2. He's familiar with this. <laughs> the J.C. Jackson trade again. <laughs> I mean, it's just it, – it it's unfortunate that they – they. I think Joe Goodberry said it best. They're still auditioning for their RB2 right now. And It feels are... like it should be Chase Brown to me because Do none you... of the other guys have stepped up, and at least he's young. Uh, Samaja Kieran, mean... by the way, only – well, he had six carries, but he had five targets – Ended up with like a hundred yards on the day, which I was not expecting. Uh, when I saw six carries, I assumed nothing. But then I guess he was the pass down back for the Bengals because of how good he could block. So you could call them. Um, They're going to be hard to, It's hard to think about how many other teams like 
because you want a reliable running back, dude. You don't want to go out there, and I know Cam Akers just got traded, but like you don't want to go buy Cam Akers to me. Like that's not a guy I want to go try to buy. Um, try to think of other guys out there. It's just it's tough. Like there's some free agents like Leonard Fournette, but do you really want Leonard Fournette as your running back too? Like maybe you can keep the offense on schedule, but he wasn't that good for Tampa the past year, uh, and. I think that could just be a, he's kind of the Dalvin cook. Yeah. He's kind he's, he's kind of done <laughs> Dalvin cook like in New York. He uh, doesn't look great right now from him. Um, but look, yeah, I'm not trying I to fall off the chase Brown train. Maybe they're going to get something with chase Brown and he mm-hmm. got a few reps today. So we'll see what that looks like, but it, you do want to, you do want another RB two, And that is nothing against Joe Mixon at all, because I, I love it when they can balance off the offense and run the ball too, um, and put it in the air. So there's nothing against that. I, I just, I want Joe to have a little more help, uh, in the running back room. And right now it doesn't feel like they have mm-hmm. a whole lot of confidence in there. 